I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Greetings, adventurers. Today, we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. For those who don't know me, I'm Lieutenant Dana Keogh of the Oakland Police Department. We've had some new developments on the recent string of homicides in Oakland. Before I get started, I'd like to call attention to someone in the department who was instrumental in giving these cases the attention they deserved. This officer was on the scene when we found the first victim, and she's been the driving force in pursuing this case. As of this morning, we have a suspect who we believe is responsible for these homicides. I'd like to recognize Officer Zoe Gibson for her work on this case. Officer Gibson is here to my right. Officer, on behalf of the City of Oakland, thank you for your service. As I mentioned, we have a suspect in this case. That suspect was identified as Diego Quesada from San Francisco. Last night, he was found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Mr. Quesada was one of the victims in the March 25, 2015 BART shooting. His fiancée tragically died that night of that shooting. 
We believe that he was motivated to find the people who he believed were responsible for the shooting in 2015. We also believe he carried out the homicides as an act of vigilantism. Can you confirm that the four victims from this year's spree were definitely the shooters from 2015? To be completely certain, we would need to be able to place those men at the scene on March 25th, 2015. Unfortunately, we don't have the right evidence to confirm that. But what we know strongly suggests that they were involved in the 2015 shooting. At the very least, we believe Mr. Quesada believed these men were involved in the 2015 shooting. Did Diego Quesada leave a note? He did not. What makes you so sure he's the guy? We have an eyewitness who spoke to Mr. Quesada the night he shot himself. From what they told us, we're confident that Diego Quesada is the most likely suspect in this case. Peter, I'm going to have to move on. Yes, Beverly. Thank you, Lieutenant. Uh, to clarify, are you confident that Diego Quesada is responsible for all four of the recent train track homicides? Kevin Ocampo, Sutton Chambers, Seidel Ballard, and Liston Collin? We believe so, yes. And he acted alone? We can't be completely certain, but we believe so. Are you considering the case closed at this point? With the limited information we have in the case, and the fact that our suspect is dead, we might not be able to completely close this case. But we're confident that it's as resolved as it's going to be. Yes, you. Does this have anything to do with Walking Sam? What? Walking Sam, Lieutenant? Do these cases have any link to Walking Sam? I don't know what that is. Let's go to someone else. Yes, you. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.